Oh. Hi. How are you? Doing well. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely a Monday. Total Just manic. another manic Monday. If you ask me, it's a freaking Monday. I would say you're right about that. And I wonder how everybody else's Monday is. Honestly. Like, what y'all do today? Work? Yeah. Me too. By the time this comes out, it'll be Thursday, the 4th of July. <gasps> Happy Fourth of July! Happy Independence Day, Happy America! Birthday, America, um, you're okay. I just like, <laughs> I just like the summer. You're okay, and like the fireworks. Yeah, and 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 sometimes sometimes at the pool, maybe. Yeah, I don't know if that's my happenings this Fourth of July. No, what are y'all doing? I don't know. Not a plan. Uh, not a plan in sight. I kind of plan in the world. like not having a plan. You know, I think mm. I think I might stay home and review our uh, findings from this weekend. Girl, that's spooky, and I like. Yeah, it. we went Maybe on a I'll little swing by. a little spooky adventure we that did. we are very excited to tell you guys about. Yes, it'll be a few episodes from now because we got some some stuff to dig through. Some footage, totally. But we're excited. New YouTube video. Mm-hmm. New app. Mm-hmm. The investigation. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I love it. What are we talking about today? We're talking about haunted New, New York. York. Yes, <laughs> and we're the Golden Ghouls: Alyssa, Kylie, Emily. And it's time to get spooky. Ooh. Oh shit! Yeah. So I just Oops. got I just got back from New York. <laughs> Did you burp? No. Oh. I thought we were too loud for you. Oh. <laughs> you know what? We're always a little bit too much for we'll, her. We'll fix that in editing. We love to do it. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I just got back from New York, and we had a listener, Sarah, who also lives in New York, say, like, hey, you should check out the haunted spots. I was supposed to go on a little ghost tour at the Met, mm. but I, I ended up feeling very overwhelmed. I did a lot in the few days that I was there. Totally. So I said, heck it. That's yeah, New York but for you. I said I can still research the hell out of it, and right. it's soups haunted. Mm-hmm. Soups haunted. I do love New York so much. It's and lovely. I've never, I mean, it's so historical. So yes. I'm like, of course, there's a bunch of stuff there. Of course. And I've never thought about it. No. And so now that we've done some research, I'm excited to go back and mm-hmm. visit some of these places because yes. they sound spooky. Spooky. There's some. There's some spooky shit out there. Right. I like that we've also, I mean, we're focusing on New York City, but also just a few spots in New York. And honestly, I feel like we could have a second or third oh, there's New York definitely, state. I just did New York episode. City. Yeah. But um, there is, I couldn't pick. Totally. So. No, I totally agree. I think um, there's many more places to explore. Many more. In the surrounding area. So we'll be back, New York. We but will. But here's a first. Here's a first go round. I can kick it off. Do I it. love it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So this might be... Um... Actually, you know what? One of you guys. Oh, okay. All right. I'll do it. Okay. <laughs> Here I go again on my own. Here she goes again on her mm-hmm. own. The only road I'll ever know. The only one. So this, my lovely ladies, is a restaurant <gasps> in the West Village. Oh. Ooh la la. It's called One of My Land, Two of My Sea. Yep. It's a long name. Have y'all ever been? It's supposed to be the most romantical restaurant. <gasps> oh, that's what it's known for. Yep. Getting down on the single knee. 
mm-hmm. reason that that diamond ring. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. So if you're going there, then you know you're getting engaged. I guess so. Wow. I think it's the spot. Um, so this this place is also very historical, did you know? I I, did I heard I heard yeah, yeah. I had no the, idea um, until today I heard a thing the Hamilton Slayer <gasps> <laughs> not him no Mr Aaron Burr <gasps> oh my God I <laughs> I have a story that has to do with Aaron Burr later no yeah I do oh, well, I'll I'll do it next well this was Aaron Burr's former carriage home oh so the restaurant was. Was once the house of a bunch of horses. Yeah. So that's cool, I guess. But also historical. <laughs> Both cool and historical. And historical. So, <laughs> but, like, did you know that Aaron Bird? I mean, I'm sure everybody knows a lot of stories about, you know, Aaron. But his daughter, Theodasia. <gasps> is that how you pronounce it? Yeah, Theod- I'm going to say it like that. Theod- Theodasia. I it's like gorgeous. it. Sounds nice. It's, it's Georgina. Uh, historians, let us know. <laughs> I'm probably wrong, but she was rumored to have been kidnapped by pirates. Stop oh, it! Damn, that's I your dream. See, that's my dream. Actually. I don't know about the murder part, but if that's I what mean, they want, she'll she take what she can get. <laughs> she would die want. doing that's what how, she loves. That's yes. how I go. Yeah, you know? doing what she loves. The yeah, passion is there. It's it is what it is. <laughs> you know, but I'm down for it. Anyways, so she, uh, and then he died of a stroke, right? Yeah. So the place then became a brothel. Yeah, yeah. Sick. 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 <laughs> That's what I like to hear. But um, it was then after repurposed into this lovely lover's dying, dining spot that it is today. Lover's dying. Uh, with their $150 tasting menus. Okay. Carrot, a side of carrots costs $12. Okay, you know what? I had a hundred and fifty dollar dinner last week when I was in New York. So, ooh, well, that what'd you get? Okay. Um, my nearest and dearest friend Bronwyn is a chef, mm-hmm. and she had a, a dinner. She, Shameless I mean, plug. <laughs> Shameless plug. And the name of that company, yeah, uh, is... Resident. If you are in New York, mm. you should go to a dinner with Resident chefs Bronwyn Kinsler Britton and Merrill. I can tell you what, it's it's <laughs> probably way better. Yeah. Then one if I land two. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Heard it here first. No shade. No shade. <laughs> yeah. But Broadwin, I mean, you can't come, go wrong. Come on. You want to propose? Broadwin. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> do it Do it at her dinner. Exactly. So not only was this place a brothel, but it also was um, on top of a bunch of, like, tunnels. So oh. it was used back in the day to, like... Um, to carry contraband from the shore. Uh-huh. So they brought it up from there. Mm-hmm. And it was, I mean, it was most likely used during the Revolution, Revolutionary War. Okay, okay. A little bit and, of RW. Totally. <laughs> and also by the Underground, underground Railroad. Oh. Yeah. So, sick, y'all. There's some sick shit. But then in 1910, it was also a silent movie house. Cool. So a lot of people were in all this place. Yeah. But as I said, the 70s had turned into this restaurante, as we know. Um, so obviously it's haunted, right? Yeah. There's a lot of people that enjoyed its, you know, luxurious It's romantical nature. Corners, yeah. You know? So they say the staff 
claims that picture frames will tilt on the walls. Okay, okay. Like, oh, you know? (laughs) Brad, you see that? (laughs) You know? It's like that. It's like, well, it's out of nowhere. And then machines will turn on by themselves. Machines. There goes ice, you know? Yeah. What's that? Rage against. Lights will flicker. Staff is sometimes even pushed by an unknown force. Oh, my God. Why do they have to get violent? But no, hey, listen, nobody believes these ghosts are are violent. They think it's out of, like, a kind of playful, you know, nature. Though, they're known to snatch an earring. (gasps) Right off. (laughs) Right off you. Right off the lobe. lobe. Snatched. (laughs) Snatched. You better go like me and get the clip-ons. Yeah. You know? Exactly. Don't go into one if I see two if I land with the ESPS. No. No, don't do it, honey. Don't do it. You're going to get ripped. You're going to lose a lobe. But they're jokesters. Um, A a pair of of psychologists believes that there's precisely 25 ghosts in this building. <laughs> They're psychologists? A parapsychologist. Oh, sorry, I missed that first part. I was like, that's yeah. an interesting... De- there's 25 to restaurant psychologists. <laughs> yeah. He's always on call. Right. Um, a woman in black is one of them. She's mm-hmm. in black. She's probably... Morning. Or not. Or she's hot. She's yeah. goth. Exactly. She's like witchy. She's exactly. goth. Okay. What, what's that song? Um, Lady in red. Is that by the Hollies? No, it's not. Don't... I don't know. Anyways. We'll somebody tell me. We'll get back to you. There's a Ziegfeld Follies girl. Mm-hmm. Aaron Burr, of course. Uh. And then some say the, the daughter. You know, um, after she was the, Theodasia. Theodasia. After she walked off the plank, she came back to the carriage house to party at the brothel. Who knows? After but she walked I mean, off the all plank. all of these guys are homies. Yeah. Apparently, the parapsychologists are like they all know each other. Okay. And they just want to play jokes. Yeah. Like it's not to harm. They see that everybody's here to just like fall in love. This yeah. is how we're gonna be when we're ghosts right. haunting I'm, a place. I'm just gonna right. say that if I go there, I'm not going to. But <laughs> if I did, I would say pushing isn't playful. Right, I don't want to fall, especially on my shift, man. I would say, listen, I have a bad ankle. Or there's that. And a bankle. <laughs> yes, the people have called it that. That's what the doctor told me no I had. No way. Bankle? And, you yes. got a bankle. And, um, That's a real thing. <laughs> I would fall. She falls. Yeah. Speaking of Aaron Burr. Oh, bankle. We're going to get, we're going to pop off. Okay. <laughs> pop the Hamilton Slayer. Oh, yeah. Slayer. So this, my friends, is the Morris Jumel Mansion. Ooh, sounds fancy. Okay, it is the oldest home in Manhattan. Okay. Okay, anyone who watches Broad City? Totally. Do you remember the episode where Abby and Alana, like, went all over New York for Abby's birthday? Yeah. Yes. Okay. <laughs> well, they passed that big-ass mansion, and they're uh, like, this has been here the whole time? <gasps> this is it! That's the Morris Jumel Dang. Mansion. Yeah. So, I love that show. Yeah, a classic. Rip. We loved it. Okay, so it was built by a British colonel, Roger Morris, for his wife as a summer home. What a gift, right? Dude, what a gift. Wow. In 1765, 
So back then it was a 130 acre farm that stretched from the Hudson to the Harlem River. And today it's a museum and a national historic landmark. And it's often the host of ghost hunts. Several times when I've gone to New York, I've tried to go to one of their hunts and they cancel at last minute because of like weather or something. And I'm like, can I catch a fucking break? I want to go to this place. The girl can. But I will. She will. So the Morris family, they were fine and all. But the mansion's most fascinating resident was Madame Eliza Jamel. Oh. Yeah. Eliza Jamel. So her life was the stuff of legends. Shut up. <gasps> Good ones? Yeah, yeah. Tight. She was among the wealthiest women in New York. Oh. Yeah. She lived in the house from 1810 to 1865. And according to the staff and many visitors, she never left. Huh. Good. Yeah. So, she herself actually claimed that the place was already haunted when her husband bought it in 1810. Dang. So, she knew shit was about to pop up. And after her passing, the state ended up buying it, and the management, um, they'd heard rumors, but they did not let ghost hunters come for a very long time. So, when visitors actually started reporting that they would see Eliza on the balcony, the management was finally like, okay, maybe it's time. Guess guests of the mansion. Visitors (laughs) of the mansion also reported seeing a soldier who was rumored to have died on the stairs and a maid who they say jumped out the window. No. So, it's had a long enough history to have a whole cast of ghosts, some of whom were quite famous, like George Washington himself, who has been seen pacing the floors. With his wooden teeth. With his wooden... (sighs) Yeah. Yes. Is he shitting at the table with his shit pot? His shit pot. That what? he used to sit on. <laughs> Ye old shit pot. Dude, he used to dine at the table with a shit pot. This is not a joke. Like, what? Like, like he would eat his steak while staring Kylie dead in the face. So it's just like, pooping. it's a cycle. He's like, food in, food He's like, out. I can't leave this bitch to oh take God, a shit. George. It makes me think of Casper when the ghosts are, um, like, Gross. tossing everything in. They're just eating everything and it's just falling oh. out because they're ghosts. That, that's George. That's a classic. That's Mr. Washington. Yeah. Gross. People have also seen Eliza's second husband, Aaron Burr. Oh, my God. Ah, Yeah, he's fucking back. Slaying all day. So the the real report started around 1964. So there's a group of kids going there for a tour, and they're waiting outside of the mansion when they see this old, mean-ass woman tell them to shut up and get out of there. Wow. So they told the museum's curator about her, and he said that the house was empty, he was the only one there, he was offering tours that day, and that the doors to the balcony have been locked because it's a safety hazard. So there's no way that there's a lady inside. So he takes the kids on the tour, and all of a sudden they are in front of this portrait of Eliza with her grandchildren, and the kids start freaking the fuck out, and they're like, that's the lady. No! And there she was. And there she was. (laughs) There was Eliza. That was the lady from the balcony. Dude. Yeah. So since then, tons of paranormal investigators have been through the house, um, one of which was Hans Holzer, and he held two seances there in 1965. He didn't hear a peep from Eliza, but he did hear from her first husband, Stephen Jamel, and he complained about how Eliza had removed his bandages poorly. So he oh, had, he had some grievances. The audacity. The audace. She yeah. threw him to the left. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the bandages. Bandages. 
What are you gonna do, you know? What are you gonna do? I have a, uh... <laughs> I have a fun one. Fun? Ooh. I got a fun one. The White Horse Tavern in Spring West Village. On me. Have we heard of it? Have we heard Is of it? Is it comparable to the White Horse here in Austin, Texas? Oh, I... You betcha! Smells ya. like raw sewage. Oh, God. Yum. Well, honestly... Well, we'll see. You, you guys let me know after I tell you about it if you think this place smells like raw sewage. We'll be the judge. Okay. So, dating back to around 1880, good times. Tight. Whitehorse Tavern was the hangout spot for longshoremen, which is the dudes at the dock who are loading or unloading hot things from hot. <laughs> ships, which is Emily's dream man. My dream man. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If you're out there, come find me. Come find me, <laughs> you longshore you man. You know that commercial? No. Harmony commercial? If you're if out, there, out there, come there, find me. Oh, the girl? Yeah, I was like, girl, don't be so desperate. Relax. I'll find you. (laughs) So, this place was hip, right? Heap. Heap. And it became a popular gathering spot for literal literary stars. Literally everyone. (laughs) For like literally everyone. All right. Michael Harrington, James Baldwin, Dan Wakefield, John Ashbery, Hunter Hunter S. Thompson. A fan favorite. Dylan Thomas. Shit. Poet you like extraordinaire. You're to the basketball I am. Team. Jack Kerouac. <laughs> Woo. The crowd goes wild. <laughs> Allen Ginsberg and none other than Jim Morrison. Oh my God. However, rolling it back to Dylan Thomas, the famous Welsh poet, basically told us to go gentle into that good night. He... Don't laugh, it's very serious, Emily. It's very serious. In 1953, he allegedly took 18 shots of whiskey. Y'all, I took... Do y'all want to hear a fucked up story? Yes. When I was in high school, I took 18 shots of blue raspberry vodka, and I broke someone's nose. I wasn't in high school. You broke someone's nose? Yeah, but it was, like, friends from high school who were having the party. Yeah. And what does bitch do? It was a dude. It was a guy. He's still a little bitch. What did he do? Um, okay. So, I was like... Yeah, he he was just talking shit. And I, like... You had to put him in his place. I pushed him down on a beanbag and I just started fucking wailing (laughs) on him. Yeah, and he was, like, so drunk that I don't think he even knew that his nose was broken. Mm. But he spent the whole rest of the night, like, walking around with a lightsaber to, like, fend me off if I came his way. Wow. Dude. Yeah, and then I... Um, Don't mess with her. Yeah, and then my best friend called my ex-boyfriend to come pick me up. It was bullshit. I remember this story. No. I remember the story, not happening. We're still in a fight. Dude, no. you should have been on Bad Girls Club. Seriously. I used to want to be on that show, but then I was like, no one has ever hit me back, so I don't oh. know how I'd react. That's exactly... But, yeah. like, then you would have ruled the freaking show, you yeah. know? Because maybe those... Chicks would have hit you back. No, I don't. And you would have just been the boss of the show with the pants. Like I don't know. I'm gonna sleep with y'all. Y'all, y'all gonna, gonna sleep because of me. That would have been her. I am um, hot. I'm uneducated when it comes to this. Bad Girls Club is fucking amazing. <laughs> Speaking of bad girls, oh. Dylan Thomas, Dylan Thomas downing the eighteen shots of whiskey at the White Horse Tavern. He stumbled outside and does what one does after 18 shots of whiskey, unless you are Alyssa, he collapsed into a coma and then died at the nearby hospital, St. Vincent's Hospital. So, rip. Damn, dude. Rip. 
That must have been some strong-ass whiskey. George I mean, Washington whiskey. He took 18, 18 shots, so... <laughs> However, it is said that his spirit remains inside the bar. And, oh, P.S. Okay. This bar was renovated last year, and it was, like, this big whole thing because locals and the regulars were worried that the new owners were going to turn it into, like, a hip place, mm, you know, regardless yeah. of all of its history. So, I mean, I've never been here... So, listeners, if you have been to the White Horse Tavern in West Village before and after the renovation, tell us your thoughts. What's Only it like? Only honest reviews. Only honest right. reviews. They should have cut... I mean, better keep the same aesthetic. I don't... Yeah, I don't know. That'd be cruel. Right? That'd be wrong. I know. Cruel. I know. Cruel. Uh, <laughs> it would be cruel. So cruel. But anyway, cruel so... Summer. Dylan Thomas, he's still hanging out there. Yeah, and I guess he has a favorite table, and he is sometimes seen there. His there's also a picture of him that hangs right above that table. Um, And some people swear, especially the employees, swear that mugs of beer or shots of whiskey have appeared on his table without any of these drinks being ordered. Wow. There's this book that I think we should read, called Ghost Hunting New York City, and it's by Laura Hoffman, and she says, she uh, wrote about a story in 2002, a tourist was at the bar with some friends, and she saw a strange man next to her raise his arms in the air, and he shouted, drinks for everyone! Yeah! But no one reacted. It was like everyone ignored him. So she turned to her friends, and she was like, Hey, Excuse me, are we going to answer him? <laughs> Guys, get these drinks. And they're, they're, like, <laughs> they're like, yeah. They're like, what are you talking about, crazy? And she turned her head back to where he was and he was gone. And only later did she realize that this was the Thomas. Mm-hmm. The Thomas. Mm-hmm. The Thomas. Wow. The Thomas. Thomas. And here's another uh, little, little fun fact, fun little <laughs> story for you. Legend has it that once after drinking a little bit too much and getting kicked out of the bar, as this person was known to do sometimes, mm-hmm. Kerouac saw the words, Go home, Jack, scribbled near the urinals, which is scribbed. Gross. So to this day, different versions of Go home, Jack, or Jack, go home, mm. are still found written mysteriously on the wall. Hmm, interesting. Wow. Interesting. Are they from Jack or are they from pranksters? Who's to say? There's only one way to find out. Yeah. Just go. Let's just go. 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 Let's go and let's take see the urinals shots. and fucking do the thing. And we'll definitely have to pee. Yeah, absolutely. So we can check out. Yeah. It, old Dylan Thomas, though, he apparently gets around because he is also sighted at the Hotel Chelsea. What? Yes. So this place was built between 1883 and 1884. So in 1884, guests were actually allowed to start checking in. So not only was it a hotel, but some folks had apartments there, just for reference as we get deeper into the story. Mm -hmm. So it was, it is a Queen Anne revival, or some have called it a Victorian Gothic, but it consists of 12 stories and a grand staircase that starts at the first floor and goes all the way up to the 12th floor. So because of this, people were super drawn to it. It gained popularity as being the single tallest structure in the entire state of New York at the time. So even though it was super popular, it didn't take long for the hotel to experience some serious financial troubles and they closed their doors due to bankruptcy. So another company buys it. It exists for a few years and 
maybe decades, you know, who fucking, I can't remember. Mm. And, um, then they go bankrupt. So it's been through the hands of tons of people, different management companies, all sorts of shit. But several of the owners actually died in the hotel, probably from the stress. Rip. So, I mean, definitely. Big rip. So tons of famous people resided there. Um, several that I think you guys might be excited about. Patti Smith. Yes. Andy Warhol. Woo! Wow. Allen Ginsberg. Jimi Hendrix. Jack mm. Kerouac. Mm-hmm, Stanley mm-hmm. Kubrick. Mm. Classics. Dude. Yes. So, this place had a colorful history with all these cool folks, but there was also a dark side to it. So, several stars actually spent their last moments of their lives in the hotel, including Sid Vicious's girlfriend, Nancy, who died of an overdose there. Mm. So, Sid himself actually said that the hotel was like a vortex. And composer Gerald Busby, who was a former resident of the building, told Vanity Fair, there used to be a murder, a suicide, and a fire every single year. The Holy Trinity. Yes. So living humans can no longer reserve reserve a room at the hotel, but spirits don't play by those rules, and the space is actually considered to be one of the most haunted places in New York City. So it's also rumored to open, reopen sometime this year, but I'm not going to hold my breath because so much shit has gone down there. Yeah, they're like, hmm. Although I did read an article from January that said there are five residents who are still holding on to their rent-controlled apartments there, and they're like trying to sue whoever mm-hmm. but i didn't see any updates beyond january so i don't know what's happening so speaking of her friends old sid and nancy yeah. they're actually both said to haunt the space so after sid died many guests reported hearing heated arguments or loud music coming from the room where sid and nancy had stayed um they go and they complain to the staff and the staff will say like oh no that room is actually vacant there's no way that you heard that mm-hmm. Um, but Sid's apparition has also been reported both in the elevator as well as in room 100, which was his former residence. Shit. So he doesn't play around. I'm pretty sure. Have y'all ever seen that reality movie? It was a show in the seventies called an American family. I don't know. I'm pretty sure Lance Loud stayed at the Hotel Chelsea, Mm. which is very interesting because it was in 1973, Mm -hmm. and you get to, like, see it. Yeah. If that is the case. It's a cool old place. You guys should watch it. It's on Amazon Prime. It's a cool old place. Okay, But, yeah. Okay, sorry. No, you're fine. We we love a little pop culture. No, it's a really interesting movie. Because, I mean, the 70s in a reality show about a family in the 70s. Tight. That's sick to me. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. So, one of the most popular spirits, and by that I mean she's seen a lot, is Mary, and she was a survivor of the Titanic. (gasps) She is often seen on the fifth floor. So, according to several mediums and paranormal investigators, the Chelsea actually housed quite a few survivors from the Titanic, and Mary was one of them. But she had actually lost her husband when the ship sank. No. So, she was distraught, she's depressed... She couldn't adjust to life without him. She didn't know what she was going to do. Mary, come so on. She, <laughs> she hung herself in the room on the fifth floor no. that she had. So she's often seen at the west end of the building where there was once an archway in that hallway that was where the apartment's original entryway was. So it's like maybe residual. She's going in and out of it. Who knows? But she's also been seen checking herself out in the mirror. Mirror? Mirror. In the, the mirror. mirror. People say she's quite vain. And 
lastly, she does not like to be bothered by people. So don't expect her to give you a, any pleasantries because she's not going to. She doesn't give a fuck about people. She's doing her own thing. All right. So now mm. it's our friend, writer, and poet, Dylan Thomas. Here he is again. Yes. So he was staying at the hotel in 1953, and it's said that he was actually taken from the hotel to the hospital. So maybe he was at the bar, oh. the the white horse, mm-hmm. and then he went to the hotel, and then he was transported to the hospital, and then he passed Dang. away. What a what a ride! For oh, real, fucking no wonder he died. <laughs> so after his death. Guests who stayed in the hotel claimed that they had seen his apparition. The room where he actually spent his last days um, in the hallway outside of that room are noted for where he's seen most often. Um, So one guest complained that she awoke in the night, saw Dylan Thomas standing at the end of her bed, just silently watching her. She She complained to the staff and they were like, okay, so what happened? Lawyerism. That's what happened. <laughs> and she was like, well, he just dissipated in front of me. And they're like, okay, what the fuck do you want us to do about that? Voyeurism by a ghost in your hotel. Give me my money back. Yes. Um, in that same room and outside of the room in the hallway, people also would often hear heavy footsteps. Then there is Nadia. Nadia? Yes. What's that? Also known as the severed hand ghost. No. Because get this. So in 1922... The New York Times reported that a young lady in her 20s flung herself out of the window facing 23rd Street, and she met her death on the sidewalk. What the heck? Yes. So before her plunge, Nadia placed her hand, her right hand, in the middle of these huge industrial scissors, um, the kind that they used to cut, like, whole bolts of fabric, so, like, they could go through a shit ton of fucking fabric. So, yeah, she tosses her hand in the middle. Goes down. Oh my god. Oh my god. Hand gone. It's a dream and a nightmare for me. So apparently she had come from a very wealthy family. She had a disagreement from with her dad. She was trying to, you know, get her way. She said, you know what, I'm gonna get his attention by cutting off the hand. But Mm -hmm. daddy, that Chantel bag, I need it. (laughs) She underestimated how badly it would hurt. I don't I don't understand how because your hand's gonna it's gonna fucking hurt if you chop your own hand off. So, she couldn't live with the pain. She threw herself out the window. As one does. So, it's said that on moonless nights, you can actually see her outside of the windows on the upper floors of the hotel. She's got long hair and a wispy white gown that flows behind her. Mm. It is thought that she's trying to get back into the hotel, but she can't find her way back inside. Mm. So, that's sad. It's sad that she couldn't handle it. Rip Nadia. A more recent ghost. We don't really have a timeline for him, but mediums have called him Larry the Hipster Ghost. Oh. What up, dude? So He probably knew Lance. <laughs> according to those who have come in contact with him, he is very distinctive in that he never stops talking. He's super anxious to tell his story, and he's actually an annoyance to the other ghosts. So oh. anytime someone who's sensitive, mediums clairvoyance, whoever, they come in the hotel and they are immediately overwhelmed by him because he just won't stop talking. He won't let them speak to any of the other spirits. He only cares about himself and his story being told. Mm. So according to Larry, the ghost, he has told people that everything inside the hotel itself is real, but if you walk outside the hotel's doors, that's actually an illusion. 
Yo, Larry, you're on a bad trip, man. I'm going to say I don't fucking believe Larry. You need to bring you back, dude. I'm going to say I don't believe Larry. We're, we're staying here, man. Yes. He also says that there is something underground below the hotel that was there long, long before the hotel, and that it's sort of like the power source of that hotel. It's creating all the energy. It's why the hotel is the way that it is. So Sid said it's a vortex. This guy says there's something underneath the hotel. Maybe it's true. It's Brendan <laughs> Fraser. Yes. And just as general spooky shit, guests have reported shrill screams while they're sleeping. They wake up. Nobody's there. Yeah. Um, flickering lights. A classic. I'm going to go out and debunk this one. Say it's an old building. Yeah. Flickering lights are bound to happen. Faucets turning on and off. One guest said that she went to the bathroom because she heard like a bubbling sound and then she just sees water coming up from the drain. Ew. So I'm going to say bad plumbing. And then extreme cold spots as well as extreme hot spots. So you've got it all. You've got apparitions. You've got Larry. you got you got the whole cast of characters. They're all there. Love yeah. them. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe one day uh, she'll open her doors to the people. Yeah, I think so. If she does, we're going. Right? Absolutely. Bada well, bing, bada boom. Bada I bang. A, I got a shorty but a sweet for you. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shorty. Shorty. So I was going to do George's, George's Cafe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was located in Kaufman Astoria Studios, which is very historical. Yeah. Like, has all the old Hollywood characters. But the cafe is closed now. And I was like, well, that's no fun. Yeah. Because, like, unlike the Hotel Chelsea, it stands, but and you can go see it. Yeah. <clears throat> But the cafe, you really can't even, you know? Oh, yeah. It's just in the studio. What are you going to do? Yeah. I was like, it's, there's no point. Maybe one day they'll turn it into something. And, like, you can go back and venture in and see where Valentino, you know, posted. But mm-hmm. as not, of today. Now, not today. Not no. So I decided, you know, let's toss it. Toss it. <laughs> toss it back. Toss that to, salad. To, like, another old Hollywood character. Like, mm-hmm. let's keep it in the same field, you know? Like, try to, like, you know... Her heart's there. My heart was there. Yeah. So, New Amsterdam Theater on 42nd Street, dude. Mm. Yeah. It was built in 1902, between 1902 and 1903, and um, it's haunted by one old Hollywood legend. Whomst? Have you guys ever heard of Olive Thomas? Any relation to Dylan? (laughs) (laughs) But I'm... No. Unfortunately, but the Pickfords a little bit. Mary Pickford? No, 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 no. Okay. Emily, you are so much. Douglas Fairbanks? I know Douglas Fairbanks. And I know Mary, so. Okay, well, Douglas Fairbanks and Mary Mary. Pickford, they were were like the it Hollywood couple, right? Hot. Mm -hmm. Yeah, back in the 20s. Mary's name sounds familiar. Yeah, silent actress. She was like the. She did Goldilocks. You've seen her. You've seen her. Yeah, she was everybody's little sweetheart, you know? All right. Not, um, she, she was no Shirley Temple, though. No. No. Who, no one could be. No. And Mary would play, like, 12-year-olds in her 30s. Oh. Which was weird. Must be nice. But they loved her. And she had a younger brother named Jack. Jack Pickford. Jack. So these, this, this, you know, hot star, hot brother who's getting into film, you know, they, America knows them. They yeah. love mm-hmm, them. Mm-hmm. There's this little girl named Olive Thomas. She's um, 15 when she decides to move out to New York City, right? And Damn. pursue her modeling career. 
which like dope. Same, know, same. Right? Um, she meets one Jack Pickford at a cafe and you know, they fall in love. Yeah. They fall. And like apparently it's Jack's like one and true only love. But here's yeah. what happens, all right? Okay. She's seventeen, okay. they elope. And they don't have time. They don't have like much time for each other. They're both, oh, you they're know, busy. famous. Famous. They have the life of fame. Exactly. What are you gonna do? Hello. It's like these days. It's like you know, <laughs> when you know Taylor Swift and Joe Jonas broke up. It's like they couldn't see each other. And he was probably <laughs> messing around. A parallel situation. <laughs> it's quite similar. Exactly that. So, Olive and Jack meet up. And they're going to take a trip to Paris. A little, uh, like, honeymoon of sorts, you She's know? She's 15? 17 now. Oh, oh God. <laughs> I, don't, I think Jack's, like, in his 20s. But, you know, there's people in Mississippi Girl. that are dating 20, 17-year-olds. <laughs> Girl. That are, like, 27, 28, even older, and I'm disgusted. But, anyways, you know, karma is going to come. <laughs> Karma. You don't date that young. No. And it work out. That's all I'm saying. But so this didn't. Don't be a creep, you know. This didn't work out. Okay. So they're okay. in Paris. Petty. All Petty. of all the Jack goes to bed at some point. You know, they had a night of partying. <laughs> <laughs> they're party goers, dude. They like to drink, you know. God knows what. I feel like I'm there. Yeah. I'm putting you there. Yeah. So Jack's in bed. Jack goes to bed. Jack's in bed. All of can't sleep. It's said that Olive goes into Jack's stuff, takes out some, this, um, liquid that's kind of, it was like pills, you know, but like a liquid form. Yeah, yeah. And she chugs it. Shit. And so, and then as she's like swallowing it, realizes it's not a sleeping pill, it's Jack's syphilis medication. (laughs) (laughs) Not the syphilis medication. (laughs) How did she realize it? He had chronic syphilis. Ew, dude. Yeah. <laughs> so as she realized it, apparently. She apparently, didn't realize this any other way beforehand? She should have read, read the Hello? damn bottle. Like, why would you just... But also you just, know? like, chug a lot. This is the story, though. Because, oh like, God. there's also a rumor. But the story goes, she did it. She realized it was not what she thought. And she screamed, oh, God. And that's when Jack woke up to her collapsed on the floor. And she dies, right? Okay. The story, the rumor that the papers wrote was that they went to Paris. She found out that he had been having all sorts of affairs. Oh, my gosh. And so she wanted to commit suicide, and she took his syphilis liquid to do it. Syphilis liquid. (laughs) The good old syphilis liquid. She offed herself with the old syphilis liquid. She's like, you want to see? You want to (laughs) see? You want crazy? I'll show you crazy. Goodbye. Oh my god. <laughs> so she died, y'all. It's so sad, but like that's what she, like Dude, it didn't work out. Being on your husband's syphilis, syphilis medication, yeah. like yeah. Christ. And it was chronic. He had chronic syphilis. That shit wasn't gonna go away. Isn't that the only way? Can you cure syphilis? I don't know. I think nowadays maybe. I have no idea. Maybe I've never had it. So oh, I don't fuck. Know. Yeah. I don't hey, know. listeners, has anyone had syphilis? Let us know. It's not funny, but like a little, like come on, Olive. Thoughts and prayers. Read your bottles, you know, and maybe don't like chug things. I agree. Maybe I, don't chug things. 
I'm yeah. gonna go with the right, good story. Dylan Thomas. I'm gonna go with the good story that she just wanted to fall asleep. Yeah. And yeah. she didn't realize what she was doing. Yeah. But who knows? She didn't realize. So now she haunts her old theater that she used to showcase her beauty, 17-year-old self. Gorgeous. Yeah. I was gorgeous at 17. Me too. No, I wasn't. I was awkward at 17. Oh. But, That's... like, I knew some very gorgeous, <laughs> gorgeous 17-year-olds. Yeah. Um, anyways, she haunts the place, and people have claimed to see her actual apparition, y'all, walking around um, the theater clutching the syphilis the syphilis bottle. No, just clutching the syphilis, period. <laughs> clutching the syphilis. First, yeah. Crazy. Why, why did she take that with her? I don't like this. <laughs> and, um, but apparently like, she only, she doesn't like do anything to anybody because they respect her a lot at this theater. They have, a, they have a big picture of her above the stage door and every night They'll blow it a kiss and oh. and they'll say good night, <gasps> good night, Olive. Sorry, you just said I, Olive I just spit all over the ghouls. I love the name Olive though. Olive yeah. is a very cute. When I was picking out a name for Poppy, it was between Olive and Poppy. But she has <gasps> a dog sister named Olive. Oh, um, so I was like, you can't, you can't, you just can't. <sighs> well, that's that. You can't both be Olive. Have you guys, so, as you may know, my name or my nickname is Kylie Smiley, so I thought it was appropriate that I discuss <laughs> Smiley's in. That only makes sense, dude. Really? So, Smallies? Smiley's in. Do you think it's Smallies? I think it's Irish. It could be Smalley, but I'm going to say Smally because it's funnier to say this. Do it. You know, but Smally. I mean, really, it's, a, it's up to you. Smally. I like it. I mean, either way works for me, but... Smally. Smally, right? Yeah. Smally. So this in. Sorry. This just in. This just in. This just in. We are at the pub. So it was originally (laughs) opened 1852 by James Smally. Tight. But then there was a fire in 1924. Oh, jeez. People can't catch a break. I don't know. I couldn't find any information on, on any casualties, but... I don't know. Let's maybe say that there were some bodies. Mm-hmm. And it's now an Italian-American restaurant, which we love. <gasps> I She's love Italian. Italian She's Italian. Lasagna, spaghetti, the meatballs. <laughs> A spaghetta. A spaghetta. <laughs> so, going back to the, the OG building, yeah. even before that, Native American tribes on this land back in the day. Oh. The Wappinger, or Wappinger, it's, uh, it was an Algonquin-speaking tribe. Oh. And they lived on the lands, and there were a ton of burial sites all around Car- Carmel, New York. This is where Smiley's is, sorry. <laughs> Smiley's is in Carmel. <laughs> like, are you right? Have you had 18 shots of whiskey? Not yet. So, rumor has it that building, you know, as we know, on top of houses building sorry houses and stores on top of ancient burial grounds is just no uh, we're just waiting for a haunting for the spiritual activity exactly exactly oh a sweet disaster yeah (laughs) so that combined with the fire and just the the age of the town like a bunch of settlers died there too you know yeah there's bound to be some ghosts some spooky stuff obviously you know so let's go back to 
talking about James Smalley. Smalley. Jimmy Smalley. Mm. So he was rich AF, and he basically did whatever he wanted in this town. And a lot of people gossiped about him, that he was, you know, always trying to, like, take over the town and, like, build new things. And he Mm -hmm. always showed off. He loved racing. He basically felt like the town was at his fingertips. And he's like, this is my town. Oh, he, um, he also cleared a path on the main street called Fair Street, mm-hmm. so um, there could be horse and buggy drag racing. Ooh, ooh, smiley. Yeah, which sounds very animal. fun, very fun. And, you know, this, it all sounds fun, you know, fun and games, however... <laughs> it's mid- all fun and it's games. It's all fun and games, it however... It all sounds fun and games until... It all sounds games until... <laughs> you realize that most of the town... They don't have money, and so they're like, "Cool, you're." I'm trying to work here, and there's like a horse and buggy racing past me, ruining everything. Thanks, Smalley. So anyway, um, where was I? Oh, and by the way, the the current the the ristorante it's owned by Tony Porto, and his son Tony Junior. So it's like very Italian. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? From the Portolinos. Portolinos, say. From the Portolino family. That is. All of a sudden, guys. Once upon a time, guys. It was all fun and games until... A tombstone of a little girl was found under the basement steps of the Smalley Inn. And it was determined that it belonged to Elizabeth Smalley, who was killed as a toddler. And they put her underneath the steps? Yeah, I don't I don't know why. Maybe That's... they just found the old gravestone. Let's hope. That was his daughter. How did he just find it? No, no, he didn't find it. Tony found it, I thought. Uh, Tony found it. So Tony built it over. Tony Tony Portolino. So, (laughs) Tony Portolino. Paranormalists determined that the ghosts that they had been seeing around was Elizabeth because of the clothing and then also because there was, it was of a child. Mm Mm-hmm. And her ghost is said to peek out from around a certain pillar in the basement and has spooked several uh, maintenance workers who were down there building a sports bar. So I don't know if she was like, go long! Or like, Yankees suck! Or something. But she was down there spooking everyone. Here's another alleged story that that happens. Freaks me out a little bit. So one time, every single cell phone in the restaurant went off at once. And no, this was not an Amber Alert. (sighs) Damn. Mm-hmm. And, oh, and then also, this is, I don't know, I feel like I need someone to debunk this for me because this is creepy. Here we are. Each call came from inside the building. What? So, yeah. That's... Calls coming from inside the house. <laughs> <laughs> the Porto family is calling from Portolini inside the house. Portolini on the telephone. Nah, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we lose all of our Italian followers. It's all right, guys. I'm in. Lo- I'm in. What? I'm in love with an Italian. I'm love Italians. Better not. Better not. <laughs> so, guys, if Don't you have anywhere. been, if you have been to Smalley's Inn, let us know. Does it feel haunted? How's Do you the feel food? present? How's the food? <laughs> How is the food? What do you recommend? What's a good wine like pairing? I don't know. All right. Well, I don't know. That was fun. We're going back to New York soon. <laughs> yes. That's all I gotta say. We're also going to say thank you to a new patron. (gasps) She goes by Dinosaur Lady. No. Yes, she does. Is it Kathleen? No, it's not Kathleen. Oh, sorry. 
dinosaur no. lady, you know how fun this tattoo is? It's oh all God. the way up the calf. <gasps> and here's, here's the thing. It is the body of a lady and the head of a dinosaur. Right. The or tail, is it the body of a dinosaur and the head of a the lady? The tail says dinosaur lady. You tell us, dinosaur lady, what would you prefer this tattoo be? You can design it. Oh. Design away, honey. Design away, honey. Yeah, I don't mind. Sweaty? Sweaty. I just want the tail to be but dinosaur honestly, lady up the calf. Gorgeous. We love her. Thank you so Big much. Big thank you. Big thanks. Dinosaur lady. We if you want to be a patron, <laughs> if you want to be a patron, you can go to patreon.com <laughs> slash the golden ghouls, I think. Or you can just search us. You'll probably find us. The golden yeah. ghouls. Guys, yeah. and, and rate, review, and subscribe. Please. Honestly, <laughs> Please. they really do help. They do. They, they This help. is how it works. So <laughs> when you rate, review, or subscribe, mm-hmm. you know, whatever, mostly when you rate and review, though, Yeah. people mm-hmm. who listen to similar podcasts mm-hmm. will find our podcast. It's true. Exactly. And we want to keep going and going and We want to make new friends, but keep the old. One is silver and the other is gold. It's the circle of life. All right. We've clearly we lost it. hope it moves you all. We love you guys. Until next time. Stay, stay spooky. spooky. Whoa! 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 Whoa!